Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And we welcome you in after an off week. We are back and ready to go. Gary Chuck Yancey with you here. And the first part of things, as always, brought to you by First South Farm Credit. We'll tell you about them and what's coming up on the program in just a few. 100 years of experience supporting communities in agriculture, ready to guide you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Coming up in the next segment, Jason Caldwell covers Auburn with AuburnUndercover.com. We'll talk with him. We've got text messages. We've got injuries. We've got Harry Harrison on the schedule. We'll talk recruiting. We've got the good, bad, and ugly. We've got some SEC and Ole Miss news to get to, plus the C Spire Connerly Trophy, all of that coming up on the program. Hey, fellas. What's happening? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. i tell you what, after watching a lot of football this mm-hmm. weekend, I like where Ole Miss is sitting right now. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I I know there's it's a tough road, but um, these teams are gettable. They are. You look at Georgia, you know, they lose – the player they're tied in there that kind of stirs the Rock drink Bowers. for the offense. And, you know, so that could really be beneficial. But you look at Ole Miss and Jordan Watkins, you know, the leading receiver for Ole Miss, uh, you know, injures his wrist. And now I know that Lane said he'll play Saturday, but I expect pretty much about uh, how he much. Didn't, he didn't say he'd play. play. He said, you. I anticipate him playing. Yeah. That's a lot. If he does, I, I anticipate him contributing about as much as Trey did and, and Franklin and Priestin did against Alabama when they returned there, which was not much. Well, I mean, just he just really... had surgery Wednesday. Exactly. And and the, the, the incision has to heal. You can't deaden the hand on the receiver. He can't catch the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough pull for, for Jordan to play Saturday. But, but Lane says he, he might play, so we'll see. But here's the bright news, Chucky. And, uh, Gary, is we're really starting to see the offensive line starting to come together, getting a push there. I know it's LSU and Arkansas. But, uh, you know, watching LSU and Arkansas play this past weekend, they're not, they're not you know, pushovers on defense like – we maybe thought they were. I mean, they played really sound defense this past Saturday, and that was really the biggest thing holding Ole Miss back up to that point. Well, Judkins said today in the press conference that um, they, they've gotten simpler. Uh, going back to some of the things they did last year, now he didn't get specific with it, but I, I thought it was really interesting when he said, you know, we, we, we're – we're simplifying, and we're going back to some of the things we did last year, and we can start. We're starting to tell a difference. Yeah, there's no delayed runs; uh, they're just hitting a hole right. They're going right at it, and that that made a big difference. I thought. 
All right, let's get into the five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham currently operates nine of those in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, for the first half of the year, awards most improved players on the Ole Miss football team through each unit this season are punter Frazier Martin, Martin, excuse me, on special teams, Jordan Watkins and Bentley on offense, and DeAndre Prince on defense. Thought number two, Ole Miss is simply a better team than Auburn. In fact, 10 to 14 points better on a neutral field. But they're not on a neutral field. If the ball bounces the wrong way, sprinkled in with some crucial bad calls by the refs, along with the home crowd gets cooking, this game could get hairy. Thought number three, the number one thing Ole Miss needs to improve on defense in the second half of the season is their third down defense. They are currently rated number 102 in the country with offenses converting 43% of the time. They need to get that in the 33% range to make a run at Atlanta. Thought number four, offensively, the number one most important thing the offense needs to work on is converting the third downs. They are currently ranked number 82 at converting 38% of their third downs. And the last thought of the day, from what I'm hearing around the basketball program, the new and old pieces are really starting to gel together. This probably doesn't come as a shock to many knowing Bears credentials, but it's music to my ears. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go back dancing. What do you think, Chuck? Oh, he's full of it as usual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I'm a stats stuff. guy. You good know, stuff. there's, there's a, a lot of interesting stats with the Ole Miss defense looking at in offense. On defense, they're number 80 in the country in total defense. They are number 37 in run defense, which is really, really good. And then they're number 118 in pass defense. Chucky, this kind of surprises me here. They're number 78 in red zone defense and they're number 88 in third down defense so they've got it and then on offense right they're number eight in total offense number six in points scored but they're converting only at 38 percent on third downs offensively which puts them at number 82 so it's a lot of they don't see many third downs (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're going from first down to first down sometimes that's true that's part of it yeah uh but I thought the but defense. We, we, I thought the defense was total fifty ninth. I don't know why. That, yeah, yeah, they're number eighty. Okay. Yep. We'll come back and we'll talk Auburn with Jason Caldwell next. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. The Police Group is your partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of experience in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. The Police Group provides the clients the service and results they need. With offices in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge, give them a call, 1-877-327-3735. Oh, I'm glad we're fixing to start talking about Auburn instead of Yancey over here whining about the Braves. He is, he is whining Ooh, about Lord the Braves. Lord have mercy. He's angry about the Braves. He's already talked about referees. We haven't even gotten to Auburn yet. Oh, right? Please. He's all I'm, in it. Look, I'm the, the whole Braves issue. People are mad about them losing, but again, if you if you let somebody show you up like like uh, the Phillies uh, first baseman did there, and you don't send a message back, then you deserve to lose. That's just absolutely pathetic. Jason Caldwell's with us. He covers Auburn for AuburnUndercover.com. Um, where do you stand in all this madness that we're talking about on a Monday night? Yeah, uh, I'm, my. Being here and, and doing what we do, my timeline is filled with Braves. So one of the best days of the year for me, quite honestly, is when they get eliminated and it's over with. And I don't have to see it anymore. So I grew up watching the Braves my whole life, but now I'm, I have so much other stuff to do that I honestly, I just, I can't, I can't do 162 days a year of, of worrying about a third inning strike call in, in the middle of June. I just, something about that just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> well, did it work when Harper's slicing his throat at the Braves twice, rounding the bases like that and staring Arcia down, and the Braves don't even throw? I would have hit him with a 
100 mile per hour pitch right in the middle of his shoulder blade. Hey, Yancey, can we talk about Auburn? All right. Okay. I'm <laughs> off the soapbox. Hey, Jason, uh, on a three game losing streak, uh, I noticed a lot of frustration out of freeze Saturday when I watched the, the Auburn LSU game. What's, what's the state of things right now? Yeah, I, I think it's just you got a, a group that playing a really, really tough stretch of a schedule. Three out of four straight weeks now, you're going to play a ranked team. Obviously, four coming up Saturday night. And this is just a roster that everything needed to fall right for them just to go compete. They competed against A&M, competed against Georgia. But LSU, this, this roster right now is just not made to compete against a team like that and not making mistakes. And it'll be the same thing Saturday night. Ole Miss, because of their offense, if Auburn can't execute on offense, then there's not much you could do on defense right now for this team. They just they don't have many answers. And, and you know, that's part of, you know, going out and, and bringing in transfers to try to, to make yourself competitive. And that's what they were able to do. But you're not going out and, and bringing in transfers to magically – I mean, I guess it worked at Texas A&M um, last year. I mean, at, T- at TCU, excuse me, last year. And, and people thought it worked at Colorado, and it did for a little bit. But they also brought in an NFL quarterback as one of those guys. But now when they start playing really good teams, you see what happens. And so, um, yeah, it's a roster that, hey, you're just trying to find an answer for, and there's not many answers when you don't have dudes. And that's right now the unfortunate part of taking over the program right now for Freeze in year one. Well, two things I want you to comment on. One, uh, Harson must have left this almost bare. I mean, what did what was he doing in recruiting? And the other thing is, uh, this is this is a big time quarterback issue, isn't it? Yeah, I ain't quarterback issue, but it's more than that. I mean, like you know, Auburn doesn't have, in my opinion, doesn't have a receiver on the roster right now that I I think is is anywhere close to a number one guy. And so you start going, okay. How do you compete in this system without that? I think you know quarterback play is is part of it, but it's not the whole story. But yeah, I mean this is this is a roster that almost has a two or three year gap in it because of honestly the end of Gus Malzahn and the entire Brian Harson era. But you know this this past year they have ten new offensive linemen on this roster. Um, wow. For, Four high school players, junior college players, and five transfers. That's more offensive linemen than they signed the previous five years in high wow. school ranks. That's so they did not have any offensive linemen. They had to start basically start over. And then Jarquez Hunter, from the signing class from three years ago, Jarquez Hunter is the only player left from that signing class on this roster. One guy. Golly. So they have an entire signing class now with one participant as part of it. Some of that was they left because of arson and transferred out after year one. Some of it they weren't as good and didn't make it in year two with a new coach coming in. But, yeah, you've got a huge gap in a what would be a sophomore junior class right now on this roster, and you've had to go fill it with transfers and, and guys and playing some young guys here or there as well. Jason, conversely, you know, I know there's got to be some confidence on Auburn's sidelines. Because we've seen much worse Auburn teams beat better Ole Miss teams in the past. Auburn has just simply had Ole Miss's number no matter how bad Ole Miss or Auburn is and how good the other team is. Then you look at someone like Robert, Robbie Ashford last year who Ole Miss let go when Kiffin came in, 
and then darn near near beat Ole Miss at Ole Miss last year. Do you see his snaps increasing uh, in this game because of the success he had last year against Ole Miss? Yeah, I think it could be a possibility when you look at at, at you know you know and it's just, it's a question I posed Saturday night Sunday morning after you know Auburn lost it in Tiger Stadium. Um, this year they have kind of slowed it down a little bit, and you guys know Hugh Freeze. That is not his yeah. mo, nor is it Philip Montgomery's mo. But they've kind of had to do that because of the issues on the defensive side of the ball. They they lost. Uh, you know, one of their start linebackers off the keys. He's only played in game one. Obviously, Ole Miss transfer. Probably going to be a couple more weeks before they get him back. It was already a group that was thin at linebacker. Um, defensive line-wise, there was not one edge position player, scholarship player returning on this roster before they took over. Zero. Yeah. They did not have one edge pass rusher on the roster as a scholarship player. They brought in three transfers and, and signed a kid late from local here in Opelika that was going to Coastal Carolina to make up their entire edge group. And so because of the defense, they've had to slow it down and try to play ball control and try to give themselves a chance on defense. And it worked against Texas A&M. It worked against Georgia and gave you a chance to win those games. But it's hard to win that way against LSU, especially when you have a slow start. Yeah. Uh, now the question is, do you just say, hey, we got to be who we are, we got to go play tempo, go fast, and be that team? And then to me, then it, then it, the question becomes, okay, how do you do that? Peyton Thorne actually had a couple of good drives when they went tempo and threw the ball on Saturday night. We know Robbie Ashford can run it, and this team, I think, can run the football. Um, but can you do that enough in this league and, and win games? Um, we saw Ole Miss last year. I mean, Jackson Dart threw it fairly well, but they were a team that, that was grounded pound almost, even though that's not what you would think about from Lane Kiffin. It was good enough for a while, but after a while, people said, oh, you're not going to do that anymore. So I don't know. It's, it's the decision now that I don't know I don't know what, what it's going to look like. I, I think you got to pick one, decide who you are, and go with it at this point, and I don't know what the answer is going to be. Well, how's recruiting going for, for the, the new regime? It's going really well. Um, as this coaching staff pretty quickly figured out, um, all it takes is effort. It, Auburn's a place you can recruit to if you just go out and try. For two years, that wasn't the case. Now that the assistant coaches went out and, re- and recruited pretty hard, but if your head coach doesn't recruit, you're dead in the water. And that was the case under Brian Harson. He, di- he didn't recruit. Um, he didn't think that was as important as coaching and doing those things when everything in this game tells you otherwise. Um, if coaching only mattered, then Nick Saban would have won a national championship his first year at Alabama. He did. Jason, let me ask you this real quickly. How important is this game for Auburn, the Auburn fans and Hugh Freeze, seeing, seeing the whole Lane Kiffin ordeal last year? Got 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I, I think it would obviously be a big, it'd be a big game if you were to win it just because it would continue – what you're building right now, a program. I don't think in terms of the off the field stuff, it, it factors in a whole lot. I think people just want to see this team make an improvement, go out and, and kind of build on something. And you know, that'd be the most important thing for me on Saturday night. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. See you Saturday. Thank you, yeah, Jason, absolutely. as always. You Thanks, too, buddy. I appreciate it. Text messages and injury report coming up next.
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Good stuff from Jason Caldwell of the AuburnUndercover.com site. You can go check that out. We've got some text messages coming up from Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. But guys, we were talking about it during the break. I mean, I realized the roster was thin for Hugh when he got there, but I didn't realize it was that thin. I didn't either. I I mean, Harson must not have done anything except draw a check. I mean, I guess, you know, there's got to be examples in college football with all this money floating around there when these guys sign a five-year, $30 million, they just say, hell, I'll just get fired the third year and go retire. Well, you also got to remember now, six months into the job, they were trying to run him off they and make up rumors about his wife and got very personal, right? And so, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's probably hard to go out there and really try to recruit for a school when their fans and admin are leaking bad info, personal info, about people like your wife. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I missed that part. Yeah, they were trying to start. That's ugly. Yep, yep. So, I mean, you know, there's there's probably reasons why he was not doing much recruiting. But, no, he was not. He was not. I mean, Freeze was left with nothing. And what killed him, I mean, this whole season, if he has Sanders, who's, you know, riding the pine at Ole Miss, that's a whole different team. They don't have a number one wide receiver, but we all know a good quarterback can really hide a lot of 
uh, deficiencies for oh, sure. Yeah. Couple things. One, the the text message comes in with their two keys for Ole Miss to beat Auburn. One is defense plays well because the Auburn offense is horrendous, and our O line blocking well. And then there's a couple of others that want your keys to Ole Miss beating Auburn this weekend. I just think we got to go over and have a like a B plus performance. Don't beat ourselves. Clean game. Yeah, I, I just I just don't. I don't think it's going to take a, a an A plus performance to win this game, and I know it's a tough place to play. I know it's Auburn. I know we've stunk over there many times, but I just think this team is in the right spot mentally that that they can go over there and play solid football and win this game. Yeah, I meant the cliche turnovers are going to be big, but uh, look, Freeze like when he first got to Ole Miss, and I've been watching a lot of Auburn this year. Just curious how Freeze was going to do his first year there. They're small defensively. They're fast, kind of like that 2012 team. Remember, you had Denzel, Kendichi, and some smaller guys. They were fast. We could get pushed around a little bit. Remember, in his first year at Ole Miss, and they're very similar. They're they're solid defense, but they can get pushed around. They're not very big on defense. Ole Miss needs to be effective running the ball. If they're effective running the ball, they're going to win the game and win it handily, in my opinion. One other question is, uh, what's the difference in Ole Miss in the fourth quarter this year compared to last year? Depth. I think that we've been talking about all year. They have a really good rotation going, particularly on defense. And, uh, you know, at running back, they're starting to rotate more. Wide receivers, they're not rotating very much. But, uh, um. I just think the depth is is really is really shown up. Yeah, I mean, I, I do too. I mean, look, Ole Miss is just a better team. I mean, literally, I'm being conservative, ten to fourteen points on the neutral field. It really should be twenty one to twenty eight points. This is not a very good Auburn team, but it's one that, as we saw with Georgia, they lost it at the very end at home. You get some momentum, you get a pick six or a fumble recovery, or you know, a special teams play like we saw two years ago in the vault. Remember? when everybody thought that it hit the finger and it did not and Ole Miss punted it and, you know, ended up losing to a really bad Auburn team. So, like I said, you know, Ole Miss has lost to some worse Auburn teams than this. But, I mean, they're, they're a three- to four-touchdown team better than, than Auburn. But Vegas, you know, it, Vegas is the only true serum there is in the media. They don't lie. They only have Ole Miss within a touchdown. It has jumped to one to seven points, which I do like. That means the public is heavily betting on Ole Miss, so that's good news because the public usually does not win. You've talked about one of the injuries already, but Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine bringing the report to us. OxfordOrtho.com, what do we have? Well, I think it's pretty good news. I, I, I heard through the grapevine that Trey Harris practiced last week. I heard that Zachary Franklin practiced and said he felt good finally. Um you know, Caden Priestcorn, the tight end, his father passed away, and he went back home for a while, but he's back now and expected to play a lot Saturday. And uh, so I think we're in good shape, depending on Jordan Watkins. And and if Jordan can't go, I, I look for them to move Dayton Wade inside to slot receiver and uh, have Trey and Zachary on the outside with Aiden Williams coming in some, Caden uh, Lee coming in some. And then you might see a surprise, a, a Braylon Brown, or uh, you just don't know. I'm I'm really, really hoping to see Aiden Williams start breaking back out. I mean, it's been, what, four games since he's even maybe caught a pass? Uh, well, you know, what's, happening, what's happening, Yancey, is instead of running 85 plays a game like we did last year, sure. we're, th- we're playing 66, 70, yeah. 67 plays. Well, the, the starters aren't tired. I yeah. mean – 
they don't have to they don't have to rotate them in for to keep them fresh. Um, it, it's a different it's a different mentality and a different game this year on this offense. But here's the deal, Chuck. There's this thing called the transfer portal, and you have a guy set. And I'm not saying Aiden will, and I'm not hinting that at all. But the typical player. They don't wait oh, much no, anymore. No, no, no. You get that guy sitting six, eight, nine weeks. Yeah, but he knows. He'll be starting somewhere Aiden, else next Aiden year. Aiden knows that Jordan and Trey are gone, you know, and that his time's coming. I know. I just, hope. I hope. It I, just, I know. Hope it just always that. concerns me. Not not Aiden. I'm not saying because it's Aiden, just any player of sure. that kind of talent. Right? Well, let me you don't see, want them sitting too long because they're likely to be starting for somebody well, else well, next let's, year. Let's put it this way, though. This new system. The portal giveth and the portal taketh away. So no, no doubt. I mean, you can't you can't worry about it. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna do what it's gonna do. You just got to play it the best you can. You know the, and and I think uh, Lane and his staff have done a great job with the portal since it's been, you know, available to them. Yeah. Yep. Dart's leg okay, as far as we know. Yeah, that's a big one there yeah, too. I, he's he's had that all year. That's that knee that he hurt back in the summer, the reason he couldn't go to the Manning Passing Academy. And he just tweaked it against Arkansas. He, he's fine. He's fine. He's a tough kid now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get the credit he deserves sometimes, I think, for, for his toughness. But he's definitely a tough boy. Ole Miss has been blessed with a lot of dogs at the quarterback commit uh, position yeah, the last I agree. 25 I agree. years. I agree. Harry Harrison comes up next. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or call 844-901-ROOF. 
make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. This portion of the night is brought to us by Gateway Tire. Serving us since 1929, there's 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Harry Harrison's back with us. Big Harry, how are you? Man, I'm good, good, good. It's finally football weather, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man, great. thank goodness. Hey, thank man, goodness. we're sitting up in here. We already got Ole Miss a 21-point winner. <laughs> <laughs> you need well, to bring us back con- to earth. Oh, the consummate uh, armchair quarterbacks for damn sure. Hey, bring, bring us back to earth. <laughs> Harry, let me ask you a question. What's the biggest surprise defensively you so far for the season for you? Good or bad? You know, I, I think two different things. I think from a from a deficit standpoint, I don't think our safeties have played as well, I, I, with the exception of maybe Trey Washington and uh, and uh, Dejon Anthony. Anthony. They, yep. They've had their moments and flash, but I think overall our safeties have, have given up too many big chunk plays in space. But I, I, I like what our what our defensive front, both both units of it's done, and, and I'm really excited about the future for number four, Centera Perkins. Yeah, I, I think I, I would agree with that. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm surprised about the defensive line because I thought they've been really talented the last two years, actually, but the safeties, like you said, um, have been a little disappointing. Offensively, kind of take it from there. What's been the biggest surprise, good or bad, for you on the offensive side? I think the worst part, the answer is we just hadn't 
team that consistency every game with the offensive line. You know, I know we made we've got a couple different starters off of that group when we lost uh, Nick Broker, of course, to the NFL. But I just thought that our offensive line would be uh, a lot more uh, polished, a lot further down down the road than they they played in some of the games. I thought at Alabama they just didn't play well at all. I thought some of the other games, Tulane first half did not play well, second half dominated. Now, once we get that unit, you know, like I think we're capable of playing, uh, we're pretty darn hard to stop now. But I think if you get that unit playing like uh, like five ballerinas dancing in there, I think we're going to be really hard to stop. And I think I think because of that, I've been a little bit disappointed in our run game consistency. I thought Jackson Dart is playing very well. I think he's taking that step up from last year to this year. Finding receivers, we've had a little bit of issues with receivers being hurt in that particular room. And uh, what I thought was going to be a really talented uh, uh, tight end room has turned out to be like a one one guy, you know. And so we're kind of leaning on Caden Priest going right now to get it done. And, of course, he was injured and just coming back from that. But, you know, those are some of the ifs, ands, and buts I would see in the first six games. Uh, we just had a fellow from Auburn on here, uh, Harry, and I don't know how much of Auburn you've watched, but uh, I thought he was – Ready to turn his car into and hit a brig abutment on purpose. Uh, talking about their roster, he he said they just don't have it. Well, I think their offensive line has not played very well, Chuck. If you if you go off of stats, and of course you can't always do that, but they've had a hard time throwing the football. And I talked to one of their guys who's on the inside last week, and I, I said something about maybe their quarterback's not playing very well. And he said. Really, the problem has been the receivers. They just haven't been able to get open from the outside, and let's hope that continues. But if you look at the statistics in the SEC, uh, statistically, Auburn in the scoring offense is the last in the league behind behind even Vanderbilt. And their uh, their 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 passing offense is uh, is is bad. It's real bad. And course, total offense is, is averaging uh, is down at the bottom of the list too. So. They're offensively, they struggle. We know they've always been able to play defense. I think they've got some guys banged up going into our game. Uh, I caught a little bit of Hugh Freeze's press conference today, and I, I didn't understand all the names at that point, but I'm looking through this, and I think they've got some guys banged up that are not going to play. But uh, I think they, they just – I think Harson must have left their roster pretty bad shambles of way, way of looking. But, uh, you know, Thorne, I think, was their pick coming in, going to be their starter, and he's had some – moments, but not consistently, and I think that's uh, partly to do to their offensive line. Well, it's not going to be long for that for Auburn. I'm sitting here looking at their commit list. Uh, they got two five-star wide receiver commits, a top 100 running back, a top 100 quarterback. Um, so, I mean, you know it. It's not going to take Freeze long to address those issues. And what's sad to me, you know, when we had this conference realignment and added a couple teams. I said it from the beginning, and fans thought I was crazy, but I'm going to miss playing Auburn, Alabama. I mean, who knows when Ole Miss is going to play Auburn again. I'm, you know, I know Freeze wants to win that game really bad, and I know I know that Elaine, on the other hand, he wants to show them why they wanted him uh, last year. So, I mean, you know, we don't know when we're going to play Auburn again. Well, that's true, but I don't, I'm not going to sit here and gnash my teeth over that, but I do like <laughs> the rivalries, of course, we built through the years, but uh, – yeah, the Rebels need to take care of business. We we've not had a lot of success over there on the plains, and so we've got to we've got to take care of business over there, guys, and put this team away and hey, Harry, take the crowd out of it. Because I'm telling you, that's as loud a place as you want to play 
36,000 plus to no make doubt. a lot of noise over there. We need, we need to silence that crowd early. I tell you though, Harry, if you, if you watch a lot of football and I know you do, um, I, I like where Ole Miss is sitting right now. I, Texas A&M's gettable. Vanderbilt's not very good. Auburn's not as good as they usually are. Uh, Mississippi State's not very good right now. Um, you know, this this team could go a long way. Yeah. Well, Chuck, Chuck, let me bring you back to earth now. We only played <laughs> Auburn this week. Don't get too far ahead, far ahead of us here. I agree. I agree. I My you, bad. Too late, Chuck. We're back, back off now. <laughs> well, uh, you know, and I, I agree with Chuck. I watch a lot of football, and usually your team is as good as your head coach and your quarterback, right? And, um, that, you know, Darts, uh, he's he's playing on another level than most all these, unless your name Jaden Daniels right now in the SEC and Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. Unfortunately, they don't have the talent around Spencer. But I agree with Chuck. I mean, now I think this is the biggest – this is the make-or-break game to me. If Ole Miss wins this game, then it sets up with Vandy next and then I believe A&M after that. Uh-huh. And A&M – correct. I, I forgot who A&M plays this weekend, but they got to play somebody tough before Ole Miss. You know, it, it really – I mean, that – you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that Georgia game can become like that LSU 03 game and – uh, you know, all, many of these past years where they're just one game away from getting to Atlanta. So, uh, you know, but you got to win at Auburn. Ole Miss is the better team, but we've seen, like I told Caldwell, the guy that covers Auburn, we've seen worse Auburn teams beat better Ole Miss teams. There's just something about Auburn that brings out the worst in Ole Miss. Yeah, and and we we just not had a lot of lot of success over there. Tough place to play. I mean, I think we got the better roster too, Yancey. Just looking at it from top to bottom. But uh, to let you know, A&M is off this week, so uh, not, and Vanderbilt is also, who is our next opponent uh, next weekend. But let, let's talk about Auburn taking care of this business because <laughs> you know Hugh Freeze, uh, he, he talked about, you know, he, he yeah. tried to give Ole Miss kind of a left-handed compliment today. So, well, Lane's built a top 25 team. He didn't mention the top 10 or top 15. <laughs> he said a top 25 team. So that's about as much uh, praise as you're going to get out of him for Ole Miss. Yeah, especially after he took Spencer Sanders, who's probably makes that a two to three team, uh, win better team for Auburn there. And I know he's probably not too happy about that. And then for the fact that they want it lane, you know, over freeze and, uh, you know, there's probably, look, I, like you, I've got, uh, inside connections over there at the Auburn program too. And I can tell you for a fact that during spring drills, they were practicing against Lane's offense. So they are going to get. Auburn's best shot, no ifs, ands, about it. And I said, if they can, Auburn's defense, um, you know, Harry, they're a lot built like Ole Miss's was in that 2012 season. They're smaller, but they're fast. But they can be pushed around. I don't know if you remember that 2012 defense. I'm sure you do with Denzel Kandichis and all those guys running around back there. They can be pushed around. And back to your original point about the consistency of the offensive line, if they can get that push and start hammering up there, then it's going to be a long day for Auburn. But if they shut that run game down, then you never know. Well, I think what you just said, I have to agree. And if you look at if you look at a way to get get Auburn shut down, I mean, your very first priority and the, the number one key on your defensive side is to stop their run game. I mean, that's carried them so far. I'm looking at the stats, and Peyton Thorne's the leading rusher. Jarquez Hunter from Philadelphia, Mississippi, is their second leading rusher, and he's their star, you know, running back at this point. But they don't throw it very well, Yancey. They uh, they nope. just not uh, had much luck throwing. It's uh, 745 yards throwing for Peyton Thorne and Gosh. 123 for Robbie Ashford. So that's less than a thousand yards mm. in six games. That's not. I think they're averaging 100 and. Uh, 
90 yards maybe. Let's see what I've got that right in front of me. Passing yards per game, 155 for Auburn. Yeah, but Harry, they've had four. They've had four games under 100. Yeah, I mean that's nice. Well, you know, and you get and you beat that up, Chuck. When you play, uh, I think they played uh, Sanford early in the season, and they had another non-conference game. But you can kind of beat that up. But yeah, their their passing game has not been very good. So the key to getting them stopped is obviously just shutting that run game down. I think we can play man out on the corners and uh, make sure we get those tight ends covered with the safeties, and let's see what happens. I agree. Thank Harry, you, as always, my friend, thank you so much. Uh know it's going to be a big weekend there at Auburn on the Plains, and I hope to see you there. Yes, we will be there. Take care. Okay, guys. buddy. See you next Monday. Well, thank you, Harry. Take the last part of this segment to talk about the C Spire Connolly Trophy awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season each week. Here on Rebel Yell Hotline, we present the list of standout players from each football-playing university or college in the state. Yeah, first of all, we you know, Ole Miss State and Southern all had a bye this weekend. As you know, the the high school and, and elementary kids had their fall break throughout the state of Mississippi, so there's no coincidence that the three state schools were off. Southern's playing right now in are Mobile. They? Yeah. Right they're, now? Yeah, they're playing. On a Monday? Oh, that's tomorrow. Excuse okay. me, on tomorrow well, at 630. They play South Alabama tomorrow. Chuck, talk, talk about Delta State's player of the week. Uh, senior quarterback Patrick Shegog is our – Player of the Week for the Statesman, the former South Panola star, helped lead Delta State to a 49-27 to win over North Greenville University. The Statesman are now 7-0 and on the season and are ranked number six in the newly released polls. Gary, doesn't it seem like we've been talking about Patrick for 20 years? Pride of Batesville <laughs> over there in, in Cleveland, there's no doubt but, about it. But how about Delta State's program? I mean, that's, you know, this is the second year in a row they've been 7-0 and and getting back to the old 1980s type Delta State teams. Jackson State senior uh, wide receiver Fabian McCray is our player of the week for the Tigers. The Chicago native had a career best 12 catches for 79 yards and a touchdown in the Tigers' 24-19 loss to Alabama State. The 4-3 and three Tigers face their in-state rival Mississippi Valley State Saturday. Speaking of Valley, sophomore linebacker Terrence Ellis is the player of the week for Mississippi Valley State. The Mobile native had 10 solo tackles, two tackles for loss, a pair of sacks, and their 42-17 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff on Saturday. Boy, how, how bad is Arkansas Pine Bluff? Uh, Alcorn State, <laughs> State Junior defensive tackle Malachi Bailey is the player of the week for the Braves. The Atlanta native has seven tackles, two tackles for loss, and a sack in the Braves' 25-24 homecoming win over Grambling State. Alcorn stands 3-3 three and three and faces Arca- – oh, Arkansas Pine Bluff Saturday. That ought to be a doozy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, proud of Alcorn State, too. They've been really down the last couple of years to get back in it. Mississippi College junior running back Marcus William is the player of the week for Mississippi College. The Donnersville, Louisiana native had 138 rushing yards in the Choctaw's 21-10 win over Valdosta State. A great program, Valdosta State. Mississippi College is now 2-3 and three in face Choen Saturday. Millsaps College freshman running back Zion Anders is our player of the week for the majors. The 190-pound tailback out of Franklin, Louisiana, rushed for a career-high 149 and a touchdown in the 64-7 loss to number 24 Barry College on Saturday. The Millsaps are 1-6, and, and they're at home against Center 
on Saturday. Senior running back Colby Blunt is the player of the week for Bellhaven. 200-pound tailback out of Mobile. Rushed for 119 yards and two scores on only seven carries in their 42-20 win over LaGrange, Georgia, Saturday. The 6-0 Blazers will face Methodist for homecoming Saturday. It's only the third time to start 6-0 and in school history. And they're ranked in the top 15 now in D3 polls. So we got Congrats a, to Bellhaven. Bellhaven ranked in D3. Yep. Delta State in D2. Yep. Ole Miss in D1. D1. Yep. Juco's Alcorn's, all over the place. Juco's all, all over the place. Yep. Alcorn State seeing the rise in their program this year. Valley continues to struggle. Jackson State, obviously, with Dion leaving, has you know, left them a little bit down. Um, but they're, you know, they're still four and three. They lost that game right at the end there, uh, this past week to Alabama State and Southern Miss. You know, gosh, man, I really, I hate uh, that for Will Hall. He's a, he's, he's a, a quality coach. coach, but they've got no resources, no resources, no support, no it's money. Just, it's, it's an absolute shame. And then, you know, State, they're, they're obviously down, but I mean, they're still three and three. Um, they play at Arkansas this week. That's going to be a huge game for the Dolls. That's probably the Will Rogers game. is out though. No, that might be good. Uh, Mark Wright, the, the transfer from Vanderbilt. I think it's Mark. Yeah, will we'll start at quarterback. And he'll run for over a hundred yards. Yeah, I mean that their offense is built for that running quarterback, and so it's kind of been putting a square peg in a round hole, so to speak, there at Mississippi State this I, year. I just don't understand that. Why? Why do you? It's it's almost like the coach over there is trying to. Get rid of every remnant of Mike Leach. Instead yeah. of going, they, they recruited to Mike Leach's offense instead of trying to continue that until he got Switch more of his players in players. there. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just, that didn't make any sense to Well, me. that's, a, you know, the great coaches are able to adapt, right? They, they, they fit their schemes yeah. around their personnel, the Johnny Vaults, the Bear Brots, the Nick Savings, right? Mm-hmm. They, they adjust with their personnel. The ones that are stubborn is like, this is my system. We're going to run it no matter who it is in there. They don't, they don't stay around long. C Spire has <laughs> been the presenting sponsor of the C Spire Connolly Trophy since the inception in 1996. The award will be presented at 6 o'clock November the 28th at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. We'll finish up the program next. Oh, yeah. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. With over 40 years of combined experience, the Tom Smith Land and Homes team serving the Cleveland, Mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers. Their knowledge and expertise about agricultural, hunting, and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state. With Tom Smith Land and Homes, you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Landon Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Well, I'll give you a little Ole Miss news brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. Van Atkins is the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. As Chuck says, you know she's worth it. The Ole Miss men's golf team is currently in third place in the Fallen Oak Collegiate Invitational in Biloxi. There are two under par as a team through two days and nine back of the leader, Auburn. But individually, leading all golfers, is Ole Miss's Michael Lasasso. He's eight under par through two days, and Ole Miss has two guys tied for sixth in Cameron Tankersley and also Patton Samuels. So men's golf doing well down on the coast. Yeah, they've got some studs up there at top. I know Chris wants to get some depth there at, at the bottom of the order there, but that team's got a chance to be pretty good. And the Ole Miss home game against Vandy on the 28th kicks off at 630 SEC Network. That was announced today. Isn't it so nice to play Vandy at night and not not eleven in the morning? Well, I was going to be greedy and wanted no. it to be. I wanted it to be. <laughs> You're old, I wanted it to be at eleven so I could do the Ole Miss football game. Then that night, do do the Memphis Grizzlies at Washington oh, Wizards game. Yeah, yeah. I was wanting to double dip. I wanted big, <laughs> big money. Is what? <laughs> Has the NBA already started the regular season? Uh, that will be a regular season game next. The regular season for the Grizzlies starts on the twenty fifth. Okay. We uh, finish up this week with preseason. Yeah, buddy. But. Playing Vanderbilt at 630. Come on. <laughs> Let's get into uh, some recruiting news brought to you by our friends at the Grove Collective, of course. It's the Ole Miss student-athletes trying to get them that level of protection and guidance in the marketplace today. Yancey, what you got in recruiting news? Yeah, one more comment. Uh, I, for one, am so glad we're done with Vandy. Playing that game every year is like <laughs> playing, 
you know, basically Memphis State. I, I just, I'm, I know it's a win, but man, I'm glad huh. that game's off the schedule. It had been a win all the time. No, it hadn't. No, it, it didn't. We had some rough patches, but this should be a win. Um, yeah, uh, let's do some football recruiting news. First, Lane Kiffin went to see 2025 Choctaw County, Mississippi five-star wide receiver Caleb Cunningham and four-star 2024 wide receiver Braylon Burnside out of Starkville this past Friday. As we know, Mississippi State has not been doing well. They're not throwing the ball all over the field like they did in the prior regime, so keep your eyes out on that. Speaking of Mississippi State, um, keep your ears open for recently MSU decommit P.J. Woodland out of Oak Grove. Uh, the cornerback out of Oak Grove was seen by Golding and a couple other defensive staffers this past Friday, and we're hearing the Rebels are trending and trending pretty well for P.J. Woodland. Lane Kiffin also went to Texas to see 2024 running back Kawan Lacey. The Nebraska commit has visited Ole Miss twice this fall since committing to the Cornhuskers. That is definitely something to keep your eyes on. And another tidbit here for Chucky. He loves his name. Four-star defensive end King Edwards out of Georgia reported to Zach Barry out of the Ole Miss spirit that he will take a three official visits in December. Colorado, December the 2nd, followed by Florida State, and Ole Miss last before signing day. Always like getting them in last. And the last football tidbit, Pete Golden just offered Columbia, Mississippi 2024 safety in South Alabama commit Amarian Fortenberry. And then on the basketball tidbits, one tidbit coming in here, another one, top 50 national uh, player um, Mike Lewis is down to Ole Miss and St. Mary's. He's out of prolific prep California, according to, to Zach Barry, a decision should be coming soon, and Coach Wes Flanagan went to see him this past week. We all know um, that they value shooting guards uh, with all these guys. It seems like top 50, every one of them. Mikey Lewis is definitely option number eight. And now we finish up with the good, the bad, and the ugly, sponsored now by Canna Motors of Mississippi. And you can find a location near you or check out their selection of new and used cars at cannonmotorcompany.com. Uh, good. The Rebels got a week off and had an opportunity to rest and heal. We're hearing that Trey Harris and Zakari Franklin practiced last week, which is certainly good news if it's true. Coach Lane Kiffin also said today in his press conference that he anticipates wide receiver Jordan Watkins playing against Alabama, even though Jordan broke his hand in practice last week and had to have it surgically repaired just a few days ago. I'm a bit skeptical of that news, but if it's true, that's another bonus. Tight end Caden Priestcorn. Is back on campus after a death in his family. It looks as though he's ready to go and play as well. And I'm hearing that uh, possibly uh, Hudson Wolf it might really? be might be ready for Auburn. Um, he's back practicing. They're trying to see if if he can. He got the pain tolerance for his broken collarbone, but it, it's it's closing in on time to him to be ready. Um, Kiffin said the Rebels practice today with a lot of focus and energy after having the weekend off get some more rest as they enter the second half of the season the bad what kind of luck is it when your leading receiver statistically is in a non-contact drill and he breaks his hand i'll tell you bad luck auburn has lost three games in a row but don't think for a minute they will not be pumped up and ready to roll for the rebels we need all hands on deck and even though kiffin says he looks for watkins to play against the tigers i'll have to see it to believe it this isn't not the ugly, but it's a general statement. You never know about an open date. Do you really want to stop playing when you've been on a roll? We don't know. We'll see Saturday if we can maintain that role. 
One more ugly, Gary. Did Chucky get that sweatshirt from, from Billy Brewer and that regime? That thing has got to be older than me. Got this from Johnny Vault. <laughs> Good God. Says old Miss, it's cursive, it works. It's It's got the right colors. By the way, it's a T-shirt, not a sweatshirt, you moron. Well, that, dev, that thing is big enough to be a sweatshirt. I'm sorry. It looked like one. All right. Thanks to Jason Caldwell who joined us to talk Auburn, Harry Harrison, and uh, Rhino back in the studio. We're done to next week. I love my Chucky. Hotty toddy.